Good morning. This is Susan Scher of In Other Words, and my guest today is Eric Lofholm, and he is a sales guru, genius, whatever you want to call it. Um, What would you call yourself, Eric? Well, somebody who's very effective at helping people increase sales regardless of whether they're a beginner in sales or a sales expert. Okay, there you go. His website is saleschampion.com. Give us an idea, please, Eric, of um, how you came to be this effective at teaching people how to close sales. Well, I I started off as as a sales failure. My first year in sales, I was the bottom producer of the company that I worked at, and I was was told uh, hit the quota or I would be uh, fired. And so at that (laughs) point, I I I had to figure it out. I didn't I didn't know how to sell, and so I started looking for answers, and I met a gentleman named Dr. Donald Moyne, who, um, from my view, is the most brilliant sales mind living today. And um, he took me under his wing and mentored me. And for the first time in my life, this was 19 years ago, I received professional training. And uh, once I was trained, I hit the quota. uh, And then the following month, I did five times quota, becoming the top producer (laughs) in the company. And so for me, it was... um, professional training, learning a system to sell, and I have a a natural gift of teaching. And so once I was trained at at a very high level, in my early 20s, I started mentoring my coworkers on what Dr. Moyne had taught me. And uh, in some cases, there was very quick, significant results in uh, people that I was helping. And then uh, eventually, uh, 14 years ago, I branched off and started my own company, and so I've made a career out of it, and so this is what I do full-time now. So this is not your program. Your genius is in communicating the program to others. Yeah, you know, my gift is teaching. Once I understand something, uh, I can teach it to somebody else. It really doesn't matter what the, the content is, and it just happens that I got mentored by, you know, a master of sales, and over the last 19 years, I've learned a lot. And Dr. Moyne was part of the early neurolinguistic programming movement, wasn't he? Yeah, he, um, NLP was founded out of UC Santa Cruz. Um, Dr. Moyne got his Ph.D. in um, psychology, and he wrote his Ph.D. dissertation on what separates sales superstars from average salespeople. And so he took the NLP concepts, and applied them to selling. He wrote the first NLP-based sales book ever written called Modern Persuasion Strategies, and he has had the bulk of his career dedicating his life to teaching sales systems to people all over the world, and I have you know, become one of his top protégés. And um, so now I'm taking what he taught me and, and teaching it to the masses. Dr. Moyne's always been a one-on-one mentor I'm more of a group trainer. so I, I want to go a little bit into what NLP is. I don't want to talk too much about it, but basically um, one of the things about it, as I understand it, is look at what's working, not at what people say is working. Would that be accurate? Yeah. it's um, A simple way of describing NLP is um, the study of human excellence. And so if you go to somebody and say, you know, how are you such a great parent? And they say, well, I do this and I do that and I do this. Well, it's different if you go and observe them in the home. 
and you observe them in the home and how they interact with the children, they may be doing something different than what they're saying. In other words, they might not even be consciously aware of what makes them such a great parent. And so expert modeling is where you observe somebody versus asking them, what do you do that makes you successful? And um, then you can create these models based on what makes somebody successful at sales. Mm -hmm. There are people that are born sales superstars. I wasn't a born sales superstar my first year in sales. For the entire year, I was the bottom producer. It wasn't until I was professionally trained that I saw results. And what he taught me were NLP models to selling. And there's there's literally principles of sales persuasion and influence that anybody can apply that will instantly make them more persuasive. It has nothing to do with your natural-born gift. I mean, I agree that some are born more persuasive than others, but there are systems of selling that, you know, I can take somebody who doesn't even view themselves as a salesperson, and if they're coachable and are willing to do what I tell them to, I can instantly make them more persuasive. It's predictable. I can do it time after time after time based on um, these NLP models of selling. It's kind of like with um, people who are born speaking a language are usually not the best teachers of the language. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. They just have always been speaking it. You need to be taught by someone who learned it and so knows how to learn it and how to teach it. And that's what NLP is about, isn't it? Absolutely. Because there's nothing hard about selling when you're following a a step-by-step process. Without a step-by-step process, it can be confusing, you know, challenging, mm-hmm. you be banging your head against the wall. But with the process, it's actually quite simple. Now, neurolinguistic program, I, I don't know much about it, but I, I do know the basics, at least I think I do. I remember a story from Frogs into Princes where there was this guy who was completely normal, just like anybody else, except for the fact that he believed he was drinking blood. Now, he wasn't. He was in a mental institution. He was not drinking blood, but he believed he was, and therefore they wouldn't let him out. And as I recall, Bandler went in, and the guy said, would you like a cup of blood? He said, yeah, can you warm mine up for me? And they started talking. And then he said, look, if you want to get out of here, keep drinking blood, but don't tell anybody. Um, But it was that he could do that because what he first did was enter the person's reality. And that would be the first step with sales, wouldn't it? Yeah, you know, it's it's interesting because um, I'm going to sell to Barbara. And so my favorite thing to talk about is myself, and Barbara's favorite thing to talk about is herself. And so now we have a disconnect. And when you're selling or persuading, it's not about me, it's all about them. And so my job when I start off the sales process is to enter Barbara's world and view mm-hmm. her perspective from her experience, and it's not intuitive. And so when we go to persuade and influence, we go initially, the first step that I teach is trust and rapport, which is exactly what you're saying. We enter their world, and we create a a state of harmony, a oneness between myself and the prospect, and, and that's where you have the power to influence. When I go to meet with Barbara, and Barbara knows I'm there to sell her something, she likely will have her guard up. Because if they've got their guard up the whole time, my ability to influence is like nil. And honestly, this happens in sales presentations all the time. And then the next thing I want to do is find a want, need, or problem that they well, have. Well, before, we go, the next thing, be, before yeah. we go on to the next thing, Eric, 
you say enter their reality, enter their world. That's that's great. Um, but how do you do that? Yeah. The the way you do it is um, you ask them questions about themselves. And so, you know, if, if it depends on what your product is. You know, I, I, I sell sales training. So I want to find out, you know, have you been affected by the economy? Um, what's your biggest sales challenge? If I could wave a magic wand and improve you in, in any area, what area would that be? How is that affecting your family? Are you feeling stressed right now because of what's going on in the economy? I want to go in, ask them questions, and then listen. They will mm-hmm. open up. Now you're really onto something because you've built up a trust level with them. I, I talked mm-hmm. to a gentleman last night, and I wasn't even trying to sell him anything. I was just listening. And by the end of the presentation, he was ready to buy anything I wanted to sell him. <laughs> in large part because I listened. And he had had a horrible experience with another salesperson. He got so turned off by the salesperson, he had no interest at all in buying anything. And so what we're talking about here, when when you actually get this down and you start every presentation with what we're talking about here, instantly you're more persuasive. Because our culture programs (laughs) us that selling is bad. Yes, And really, what I teach is elegant influence. I teach how do you communicate with somebody to increase the number of yeses that you get? How do you communicate with somebody in a way where they appreciate the communication? And, you know, if you think about, you know, I've been married for 20 years. When I talk to my wife, I don't want to have resistance. I don't want to have conflict. I want to get yeses. And so Mm -hmm. when I talk to my 10-year-old son, I don't want to, you know, have a hassle. I want to, I want to get yeses. And so, what I need to do when I communicate with my son and my wife or my daughter, I want to enter their world. And so here's how I enter my ten-year-old son's world. Um, it's through video games. So if I go to my son and say, "Son, um, would you like to play Dad in a game of NBA Jam?" He lights up like a Christmas tree. He's so happy. <laughs> He's connecting with his dad. And what we're talking about here, this is. So huge this conversation because I mean sales just it's a no brainer can make you tons more money get you lots more yes lots mm-hmm. more sales but yeah. this is a way of communicating it can save a you know save somebody from getting divorced it can save you from having conflict with your teenager with employees I mean it's so important I teach systems selling and so mm-hmm. what I teach is um, you want to create a benefit driven professional presentation, you want to prepare your presentation in advance, know what you're going to say, when you're going to say it, how you're going to say it, why you're going to say it. It's not being scripted in the sense of being robotic. It's being scripted in the sense of being prepared before you walk into the presentation. John Wooden, the legendary coach uh, in college basketball, he scripted out his basketball practices. So he knew exactly what he was going to do in every practice So I teach that you prepare your presentation in advance. It builds self-esteem. It builds confidence. It increases the sales results. We build persuasion into the body of the presentation. And when you do that, we're talking instant lifetime improvement. I mean, it's just extraordinary. Once you learn these skills, what a difference it can make. Okay, but planning what you're going to say, and maybe we could look at that as having an outline rather than a script. I don't know if that works. 
But well, that's not. Go ahead. I should say that's not unique to you. That so, what is it that makes you unique? How do you get from that to the persuasion? Well, here's the thing. So, if, if I'm working with um, with a client, I have one of my success stories is a gentleman who is um, he has a photography and video studio in Southern California, and mm-hmm. he doesn't view himself as a salesperson. When I start working with him, he has huge resistance to selling because culture is programmed in that selling is bad. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's about to lose his studio. And so I say to him, I say, well, what do you say at the end of your presentation to lead and guide your prospect to action? In other words, how do you close? And he's like, I don't So basically you've got a guy who has never prepared a presentation to sell his photography and videography services because he doesn't view himself as a salesperson. Here's a person who's never been professionally trained, has no clue mm-hmm. what to do. So I train him. That's my gift. And now Scott, you know, gets his bills caught up. He just actually moved into a brand-new studio. He's been a student of mine for several years. I transfer the skill set over to him, and it's life-changing for him. You say you get rid of his negative views of sales. That doesn't sound to me like an easy thing to do. How do you do that? Because it's pretty ingrained in us that sales is bad. It, it, it's it's actually um, it's very easy. And the hard part is for the person to be ready to make the change. We've all had experiences in our life when, you know, we were going in life a certain way and then our mindset shifted. Mm-hmm. And it happens in an instant. It's just to get to that instant, sometimes a lot of things have to happen. Yeah. Okay. For me to get to the realization that I need to make my wife number one and give her control, the remote control, right, is an example. <laughs> um, I've been married for 20 years. I didn't have that realization, you know, early on in the marriage. Now, there could be somebody listening right now going, Eric, there's no way on Sunday when football's on, I'm giving my wife the remote control. <laughs> and, and here's the thing is that they may not be ready today to hear that, but when they're ready to hear it and they realize that my wife is more important than football, and as long as I make football more important than my wife, it's going to cause problems in my marriage. And so one day I woke up and I'm like, oh, my wife's been telling me I need to be number one for all these years, and I finally was ready to listen. And then see, the, <laughs> the shift happened in an instant. So for somebody who has the, the, the technique, it's actually an NLP technique called reframing. And reframing, the simple explanation of it is that you things only have the meaning that we give them. So to go from resisting sales to embracing sales, that actual shift, it happens in a moment, but the person has to be ready to receive it. And it's the old one, the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Scott was ready to receive it because he was going to lose his studio. And if somebody's in that place, I mean, I've created just life-changing results in, in people, but it's, it's a combination of me and them. I'm looking here at your Facebook page, and it says, Eric believes that selling equals service. I love that line. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, yeah, my brother, the, the natural salesman, he hates when somebody says, like, oh, he's such a good salesman, he could sell ice to an Eskimo, because he said that's a stupid thing to do. An Eskimo doesn't need ice. That's not a good salesman. And that's, that's right. what you're saying. Yeah, see, what we do, it's, it's about who we're being. So mm-hmm. when you're in a sales presentation, the goal, this may sound crazy, but the goal is not to make the sale. The goal is to deliver a quality presentation 
determine if the prospect truly has a need for what you're offering. And then if they mm-hmm. do have a true need, then you would offer what you're offering to the prospect. Sometimes I'm on a call with somebody. I'm going to offer them my uh, protege program, for example. And I get mm-hmm. the and I don't sell it to them because it's not the right thing that they need. <laughs> manager tells his team, get the numbers up, the numbers, the numbers. The manager doesn't say, go out there and serve the client. They're just saying, get the numbers right. at all costs. Now the person goes in, I'm supposed to get the numbers. And that's not the correct thing to do. The correct thing to do is to serve the client. That's a huge, huge conversation about who we're being, which is very different than the conversation of, you know, get me the numbers. Talk about some of your sales tools, if you would. I see here Sales Mountain, Persuasion and Influence Mastery Series. What are these? Yeah, so my... um, Kind of my sales 101 um, is teaching mm-hmm. uh, sales process, and so this mm-hmm. is where um, you get down in, in a in a professional presentation. One of the five most important words in sales is sequence, and sequence mm-hmm. is the order that the presentation goes in. So, kind of the fastest way to increase your sales results is to think through in advance. Um, what are the components of the presentation, and then you put those components in the correct sequence. And so that's what we teach at our at our, our fundamentals course. At our third level, we teach sales acceleration strategies, and at our highest level is our trainer program. And so we teach people how to do what I do. Can you give one tip to somebody who just doesn't know where to start? The thing that's made the biggest difference for me is working one-on-one with experts. If anybody's listening right now and you you need some one-on-one professional help, call up my office. I'll pair up one of my coaches with you for free. They'll spend a half an hour with you. Tell them what's going on. We won't charge you a penny for that. No cost, no obligation. That's one of the services we provide, 888-81-SALES. Call up and ask for a free coaching session. So if you have a sales challenge, get around other people that can help you because my best way of solving problems is through other people. We touched mm-hmm. on it earlier. You know, much of these ideas are not even my ideas. I'm just yeah. a messenger <laughs> passing it along, and my students' success is my success. What we're hearing again right now is you are doing exactly what you teach. You are putting the other person first. It's, it's not about you and how good a teacher you are. It's about what you can bring out in them. Absolutely. And Eric, thank you so much for all your time and all your good information. Thank you so much for joining us. Join us again next week. Bye-bye.